no matter what we're doing, we have to have a plan. We're going to go to the grocery store. We got We know how we're going to get there. We're going to go pay three, take care of three errands. We plan out which store we're going to go to first, where we're going to go. We're going to have a strategy with our running. And that includes sitting down and saying, what am I willing to do? I'm willing to, to run three days a week. I'm willing to run four days a week. Are you constantly worried about getting injured or you don't know how to get faster as a runner and you want to continue to run for stress relief, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to Healthy Runner, the only place that provides you with training tips, injury recovery, and prevention tools with actionable strategies by experts in the running industry so you can develop a stronger running body and feel confident that you can overcome any obstacle as a runner. I'm your host, Dr. Dwayne Scotty, avid runner, running physical therapist and coach, educator, founder of Spark Healthy Runner, where we help dedicated runners get stronger, run faster, and enjoy lifelong injury-free running with the perfect online running coach, even if you've been told to stop running with an injury or you think coaching is just for fast runners. Learn more about our signature coaching program at learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com. Every week on the show, we coach you to grow as a runner, just like the process of building a strong, durable home that will last a lifetime requiring little maintenance. The design and planning is your mindset. The foundation is your strength training. The framing is your run plan. The electrical and plumbing is your nutrition. The insulation, drywall, and flooring is your recovery. The landscaping and exterior is your race strategy. If you master the six parts of growing as a runner, your running will be strong and last long, hitting PRs well into your 40s, 50s, and beyond. Every week, we help a runner just like you build their dream home. I'm your host, Dr. Dwayne Scotty. Welcome to the Healthy Runner Podcast. Most runners spend an enormous amount of time not running for one reason they keep getting injured. Now imagine if you could have the structure of exactly what exercises, how much to run, and what you should be eating to get faster as a runner. Spark off your winter running with a four-month strong body transformation. This is one-on-one individualized healthy runner coaching to grow a stronger, injury-free body so you can run for stress relief all winter long. What will you get by the end of the 16 weeks? A strong running body so you can actually feel confident, healthy, and running faster this spring, even if you don't think you're a fast runner. Oh, and did I mention, this will also take away your worry of getting injured. Spots are limited, so apply using the link in the show notes before they run away. No race, no problem. Have you struggled with getting out the door or staying motivated to train when you don't have a race on the calendar? Do you struggle with conquering run-life balance? Do you want to end the start-stop cycle of running? How to be a consistent runner without training for a race is what we are talking about today. Welcome to episode 207 on the Healthy Runner podcast where we help you get stronger, run faster, and enjoy lifelong injury-free running. And I have Coach Latoya Felton from our Healthy Runner coaching team with me here today. What's going on, Coach? How are you doing today? I am thrilled to be here. You know I like to hang out and do these things with you. So hi, guys. Hope everybody gets 
a little something out of this. I know, I know it's good for me. So I love to have these podcasts because it reinforces for me, whatever we talk about, because we're all, we're all in the same, the same pool. We're all runners. We're all getting a hat, making things happen. Yeah. And at the time of this recording, I think this is going to be like very relevant for most runners right now. This is usually the time of the year where it's kind of the quote unquote off season, or a lot of people just finish like their goal fall races. Except if you are like me, I am wearing my Run Disney um, apparel from 2020, and I'm getting ready to head down to Disney in two weeks to do the Dopey Challenge. But if you're not running Disney or you're not running Houston, most likely you're in kind of this off-season time period. So I think this is going to be very relevant at the time of this recording. And we'll also talk about like who this information will be best utilized for. But for those that don't know who Coach LaToya is and you are new to our podcast, LaToya is a mom of two and she knows what it means to be a busy mom. So whether it was like coaching cheerleading or working as a sales rep, being an active community volunteer or getting in her fitness. Um, actually, last night, she's texted me again, of another board meeting that she was at. In 2018, LaToya saw a need for helping people that were intimidated by running and organized local run-walk sessions to expose the community to the joys of running. And she just enjoys helping runners make their running dreams a reality when they really didn't think they could be quote unquote runners. And I just love what she does from like a local community level. Uh, she is our, our spark healthy runner community ambassador and runs our group training programs. And, uh, she's just amazing at that, but she is also a RRCA certified run coach. She is a NASM certified personal trainer and a weight loss specialist. So Coach LaToya, if you don't mind kind of catching us up, you know, what have you been up to recently? Uh, what's going on in your world, your life, your running life, whatever you want to share with us. Crazy that since 2018, I've documented that I've been busy and always doing things. It's totally been before that, but it, it hasn't stopped. I'm still busy. I, I, when am I going to take a break and, and relax? Probably never. No, that, that's, how, that's how life happens and memories and things happen. So what have I been doing? Definitely not training for a dopey marathon or Houston. Nope. I am done with that. I had my key race, my big race, my target race for me was the Hogsback Half Marathon in Colebrook. It was a wet, rainy, kind of humid, kind of cold day, but I trained hard. I raced well and and that was in the back, the bag. And then I moved on to some, some turkey trots and some fun little things here and there. And I had the pleasure of running with you and your daughter in Hamden at the the local turkey trot over there. And I actually had a surprise visit, spontaneous, serendipitous event. Coach Kat and I ran a, a 5K race at the same race together, another turkey trot in, in our hometown, Wallingford. So that was cool. Yeah. Nice. And yeah, I know. I love that uh, some... Local runners uh, got to meet you and they've seen you like either on the podcast, YouTube channel or the Facebook group um, and you got to meet them. And I love seeing those pictures. And yeah, it was always great going out there in a turkey costume on uh, Thanksgiving morning, yeah. uh, running a 5K, you know, that's okay. kind of tradition now. It was him, not me in the turkey costume, guys, just so we're clear. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, always, always fun, always good times. And yeah, I guess... I should uh, mention for those who are actually watching the YouTube version of this, I will share with you our Spark Healthy Runner holiday card. 
that says happy holidays from our team. And then you will notice on the back side, we have a save the date announcement for enrolling soon our half marathon group coaching for those that are looking to do a spring half marathon with Coach Latoya. Uh, that drop date, by the way, is going to be January 17th. So if you are looking for a to do a conquer a half marathon this spring, whether or not you're looking to get faster, you're looking to run your first half marathon, and you're really not you know, don't want all the bells and whistles of our signature one-on-one healthy runner coaching program, and you want something that's a little more group coaching focused, then this would be the program for you. Or you just wanted to kind of dip your toe in the water and say, hey, what is this coaching team all about? I'm not ready to fully invest in like the one-on-one program. This is a nice way for you to be able to get a structured half marathon training program, as well as strength training exercises for runners that is all kind of structured out for you in a progressive fashion to help you in your half marathon uh, journey. So we do a twice a year launch now for this group training program, and that will be opening January 17th. I mean, it's only going to be open for a week. So you got to get in. I just told you about it way in advance. So all of you should be opening your phone right now, going in your calendar, putting a little reminder saying, check learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com on January 17th to check out the group half marathon training program. All right. And yeah, Merry Christmas to everyone. This is our last official podcast episode that we're recording before the end of the year. So I will wish everyone a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, um, whatever you celebrate, and honestly, a happy new year. It's like always, you know, I always get reflective at the end of the year. And I will, even in these next couple of days, as we start to shut things down, I'm kind of had my last calls actually today. So at the time of this recording is December 19th. And I'm, I kind of feel good about that, honestly, that those are done. And now I have a couple more clients to onboard uh, and get them going before the end of the year in our program. But then once that's done, I'm going to just like reflect on this past year of 2023. And then it's like new beginnings, right? 2024 and, you know, thinking about where we're going to go in life, but then, you know, relevant to this podcast running. Uh, And I think today's topic really kind of fits into that. Because a lot of people right now might be in somewhat of limbo. So whether or not it is the holidays, the new year, colder weather, winter running, we've done like an episode on, you know, tips for winter running. But this is the time of the year that many people I know struggle with getting consistent or getting like the motivation to be able to run or they have the mindset of like, I'm taking a break from running. I'm not going to run, you know, for the next couple of months, and then I'm going to go back into that. So I know that's something that I hear a lot. Is that something that you hear from many runners, Latoya? I I hear that from runners who are totally training hard for races. The calendar's complete year's end. We're done. Now what do I do with my life? What do I do? Do I stop and do nothing? No, of course I don't. I hear that or I hear like, I wish I could just stay consistent so I don't have to struggle when I finally do decide to put a race on the calendar. I hear that a lot, a lot. And that it's it's such a balance that we have to ebb and flow and dance. And I, I think this podcast is going to help a lot of people realize that 
you can have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> you don't have to go crazy. You don't have to take the whole Netflix and chill thing too seriously. And you can just exist. I mean, really, this is a have your cake and eat it too kind of moment. And we don't have too many of those. So that's that's really what I think this podcast is going to help people see. Right. And when we were having this conversation on kind of a little brainstorming of, you know, what would be good to share with our audience, you know, as we kind of finish up the year, as we head into the new year. And, you know, I love what you said about like just people struggling with motivation at this time or, you know, like the run life balance and like putting in perspective. So those are really the things that we're going to be sharing with you today is Coach Latoya is going to share like five tips to keep you motivated, even if you don't have a race. And honestly, reframe running in a new light so it's not stressful for you. And it's it's keeping you in a healthy mindset year round so you don't get burned out. And the things that we're going to talk about today, like who would benefit from today's chat, would you say? Like who's like the ideal person that if they've just tuned in right now, they're like, I wonder if this is for me or like who's going to benefit from this talk? I, I There's so many people that are going to benefit this. The first people that come to my mind are real life people, runners, moms, dads, caregivers, you know, not not the elites or or, or not the one day I'm going to start running, but the, the, the runners who are actually working and having doctor's appointments, kids get sick, work gets crazy, holiday shopping, holiday parties, uh, cold weather. How do I, you know what? I'll just Netflix and chill. No, you don't have to Netflix and chill. You can actually make that work. And I think the people that are doing so many busy things sometimes put that to the wayside and they'll just figure it out later because life is happening. And again, there's my my analogy. I'm going to have some cake after we're done with this. I haven't had cake in a long time. Chocolate cake, yeah, chocolate there cake. You, go. <laughs> you can my have your cake and eat it apple, too. <gasps> like mini little Ooh. apple, dairy free as well. A uh, little mini apple, uh, like little, little pies. I'm like, could, oh, they were amazing. I already had two of them. One for me and one for you, Dwayne. That was really <laughs> yes. sweet of you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Okay, so real real people essentially yeah. like us recreational runners who are yeah. balancing work, life, kids, stress, right? Like this is going to be helpful. How about, you know, in our let's say yearly cycle if someone does races. This is totally for the 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 runner who is trained hard, tr- had their goal race just like I had my goal race and the race day is over. There's no goal race day goal in sight, what do I do? What do I do? Do I consistently train the way I was training beforehand so I can always be ready for the next race to come? Or do I just take a break completely? This is definitely for that post-race training season runner who knows that it's important to cycle through your running. Or maybe people don't know that. It it is important to have, uh, just like we have four seasons, we have to have things change die back, the fall leaves, fall on the back, the winter, we get a little cold and and retracted. We'll bring our running that way. Spring happens, warmer outside, things start to bloom. We pop up and we go. And, you know, using the the spring season, the analogies, the summer, everything's blooming. Everything's popping. It's beautiful. You can't wait to be outside and feel the sun on you. Unless you're a couple of us like Coach Cat, She doesn't want to have that sun flowing on her. She wants the cold (laughs) winter. But back to to my, my comment that 
we have race cycles and it's for everybody. We have to realize we have to periodize ourselves to stay healthy, speed it up, dial it back, whatever works at whatever season you're in on the calendar, but we have to do that. So I think everyone, especially those post-race accomplishers need to just simmer down. We don't have to give it all up, but we don't have to go hard and heavy. Not the whole time. Yeah. I love that you mentioned like the seasons of running and um, we had talked about this in a previous episode in terms of looking at running in like training cycles. So if you guys want to hear a little bit more about that episode 50 on the Healthy Runner podcast, you can check out that training about really viewing it in periodization as Coach Latoya was talking about. And that's really helpful to honestly keep us healthy just from a physical standpoint, but then also a mental standpoint. So you have like a different focus. And if you, if you break it, it's kind of like easy if you break it in like 16 week training blocks, right? Or thinking like four month increments, right? There's four of those throughout the year. So you're really thinking about, um, or three of those throughout the year. So really thinking about what's my focus during this like 16 week training block. And is it a matter of like focusing on what we call like doubling down on base training. And we did a whole episode on that. If you want to check out that episode 168 on the Healthy Runner podcast on like what is base training and how do we get stronger and how do we like build or like raise the floor as opposed to always focusing on trying to like raise the ceiling and just try to get faster. But how do we raise the floor where our baseline is actually at a higher point? And, you know, if you're looking to kind of improve from a performance aspect in your running journey or kind of get that new running goal. We talked a lot about kind of raising the floor, essentially. Um, so those two resources would be helpful. I also think of, you know, the runner, and this is kind of, you know, my specialty as a running physical therapist and coach and the runners that I really help is once overcoming injury and whether or not you're rehabbing and you're going to PT or you've just been discharged from PT and now you're getting back into running. And I should also actually uh, mention our return to run blueprint. If that is you and you're getting back into running, uh, we have a whole downloadable PDF on how to actually do that in a progressive fashion, have different phases. So I will definitely link that in the show notes as well if that is you. But I think the tips that you're going to share today are going to be really helpful for that runner who's recovering from an injury, as well as, like you said, someone who just finished their goal race or it's been weeks, right? They, maybe they did, ran a marathon and they did a nice like two to four week marathon recovery. Like I just think about all the all my athletes who ran marathons. I just really met with them pretty much this week as like we did, you know, two weeks of full minimum, if you guys heard my post-marathon episode of like 10 days, no running at all, minimum. Uh, some had two weeks of no running. And then we did a gradual back into running plan for a couple of weeks. And then we meet for our deep dive call. And if you're in that kind of scenario, right, that's you now, you've finally gotten back into running. You're starting to feel like your legs are like, hey, like I'm, I feel like my normal self again. I don't feel like, you know, either burned out or how you did right before the race or, you know, those first couple of runs after the marathon. I think this would be super helpful. And then the other runner that I know you had mentioned, um, Latoya, is that runner who 
has no interest in racing, right? They would probably benefit from the tips that you're going to share. Uh, this is what you know. What I'm going to talk about. You said the runners post race, they're done with their recovery. They're getting itchy to get back into that run, and and they want to go at it. Now they're not going to go full force, but there are some people that are never get that itch to get back onto the race scene or or even join the race scene. And that's totally okay. Uh, they just want to go out there, get their mind clear, move their body, feel the 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 fresh air, feel the 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 miles on their body, and never put their toes on the start line. And that's totally great because they need to to have a plan, if you will to do that smart so they can continue to do that because there's no change in season. They'll have to shift their, their training a little differently, but these tips and, and thought processes will absolutely help the runner who never wants to show up to race day. Absolutely. Yeah. And by the way, I will give a little shout out to those runners because yep. I just um, had a phone call with someone. And a lot of times if you are a runner that you just, don't have any desire to race like that's totally okay and normal and i always get the question you know do you work with runners that don't have a race do i need a race to like learn the strategies of like how to get stronger as a runner and you know learn about strength training for runners that we do in our program or you know want to just be challenged with different types of runs or learn how to like properly progress and structure it and you like you want to take away the guesswork you don't want to have to like research it yourself because you have like busy life work kids and you don't want to have to like research on how to be a run coach and so you can do it like consistently and i get that question all the time and i'm like yeah no absolutely they're like i would say literally a quarter of the athletes in our program are not actively training for a specific race and you know that's i think we really pride ourselves on that aspect of like, we want lifelong injury-free runners and want you to enjoy that for running that we don't just like, you know, pitch, okay, we're just going to train you for a half marathon. We're just going to like coach you for a marathon and you're going to get said goal. Those that do want to do those races, yes, they will get those goals, uh, but they're also going to embrace lifelong injury-free running in the process of working with our team. So yeah, I, I, that's a, I guess a common misconception I see a lot is that if you're listening to this and you just enjoy getting out there, um, I love that. I like, you know, running gives you the mental benefits, stress relief. We hear a lot. Like I definitely, (laughs) my run this morning was literally in silence. It was mental clearing miles and it felt absolutely amazing as I embraced nature and I felt the sun on my face even though it was cold, it was great to be outside in nature and just looking at uh, the trees that literally lost every last little leaf that was on them because we had this huge, crazy wind rain event in in Connecticut yesterday uh, that I lost power for 10 hours, which was really weird in December because super, super rare. Um, but I was outside like enjoying nature and I know a lot of you guys love to do that as well. So yeah, shout out to you guys. Um, and I think you will definitely benefit from Coach Latoya's five tips. So shall we get to these tips? Let's start it up. Let's do it, guys. All right, here we go. Tip number one to keep you motivated, even if you don't have a race on your calendar or you have no interest in doing a race ever. 
What's tip number one? Well, we got to start with a we got to start with a strategy. We're playing chess. We're eating cake and playing chess. We got to start with a game plan. We have to have this mind in the right place so we can start off realistically. No matter what we're doing, we have to have a plan. We're going to go to the grocery store. We got we know how we're going to get there. We're going to go pay three take care of three errands. We plan out which store we're going to go to first, where we're going to go. We're going to have a strategy with our running. And that includes sitting down and saying, what am I willing to do? I'm willing to to run three days a week. I'm willing to run four days a week. Uh, I, I can lift this many days a week. I can realistically put this out there so it doesn't have to be painful. And when we try and force it all in with our crazy, busy lives, people are pulling at us in so many different ways. I, I know a lot of the times my calendar is not dictated by this chick right here. It's not. It's dictated by other things in my life. Um, my kids, uh, my work schedule, uh, that is a, is a big factor. So I'm going to put those things on the calendar and then I'm going to make my running fit around it so it's not stressful. And once I have that in place, I can move forward thinking, yeah, this looks doable. I, I think I can do that. I, I literally pull out my calendar and I, and I, I think how many days am I getting my runs in and what days are there? And it sounds so, um, I don't want to say boring, but it sounds so stress relieving to know that I'm going to have three days, four days of me planning because I have a strategy in place that's going to take me from Monday through Friday, or you, you map it out for a month from now, but it's so important to have a strategy so we can get our mind right. And then I get our, our calendar right. And I have our lives connect together. Nice. I love this. You went like right to the mindset bucket in our six steps to growing as a runner is really developing that strategy, having the right mindset, setting realistic goals for where you are at currently with your life circumstances and putting a focus right to the training. So it's like, okay, right now, this is maybe your base training phase. And you're going to focus on the things that is going to make a stronger, faster runner in the future by doubling down on the strategies that are going to help me do that during this like base training phase. And being realistic about what those goals look like I hope you are enjoying this episode and it is providing value for you. I wanted to take a brief moment to share a story of a real runner like you who is struggling with a common problem that you may be facing. Here is one of our athletes who got the guidance, support, and accountability from our Healthy Runner coaching team to get clarity and structure on the six steps to growing as a runner with personalized strength, nutrition, and run plans. I hope their story inspires you that there is hope to either get over your running injury or to continue getting faster or running longer so you can continue to get in those mental clearing miles and enjoy your running journey again. Here is their inspiring story. Hi, I'm Jessica. I wanted to pop on here and share just a little bit of my experience with the Team Healthy Runner Half Marathon Training Program. 
I am, uh, I'm going to consider myself a beginner. I took up running this one time 10 years ago and I ran a half marathon, trained with a local group here and it was great. And then I put my running shoes in the closet and never touched them again until COVID hit and my weight was out of control. My anxiety was off the charts and I just started walking and then I started running and all of that weight came off and I thought, you know what? I bet I can do a half marathon again. So I went on the internet, I found some plan and I printed it out and I tracked the chart and I hurt myself. I loaded too fast. I blew out my IT band and I cried big fat tears. And while I was resting and recovering from that injury, I stumbled across the Healthy Runner podcast, which brought me to the Healthy Runner Half Marathon program. And I'm so glad that I chose to invest the time and the energy and the resources in this program because it's catered exactly to me, so just like it's catered exactly to everybody else. So um, I live in Houston. It's hot. I just found out I'm expecting. So there's like a lot of weird factors, um, you know, involved in this um particular point in my training. And not only do you have a really incredible training platform that's really easy to follow, the technology is easy to use. You can do everything from your phone um, or from your computer. The how-to videos for the strength training are incredible. The um, the weekly plan for running versus strength training is manageable. You can do you know you can do it every day, um, it, no matter how busy you are. I've got a bunch of little kids and we run two businesses out of this house. It's insane all the time. So um, I appreciate that um, this is a, a program that I can work into my life. I love the accountability. The online community is incredible. The support that I've received is is really phenomenal, and I'm seeing progress. The very best part is that I am running injury free. I'm running injury free and I'm, uh, I feel good when I'm doing it. And so, um, I've learned so much about how to care for my body, about how to strengthen muscle groups that will help me continue to run injury free. Um, not just through this half marathon program, but through a pregnancy and beyond. So um, if you have questions, just ask. If you're curious as to whether or not this is a program that might make sense for you, just ask. Any one of the coaches, uh, including Dr. Scotty, will be happy to answer your questions and meet you right where you are, um, figuratively speaking, and you're running in your training. Uh, to help you design a plan that really makes sense for you and one that will continue to grow your skills as a runner. Um, I would never have considered myself a runner, but I feel like I can call myself a runner now. I'm a runner and that's exciting and it feels really good to say that. So big shout out to Dr. Scotty. Thank you for this program, for all the resources and uh, to my personal coach, Coach LaToya. They're amazing. Have a great day. I hope sharing that story inspired you and provided you some hope If you want the one-on-one structure, accountability, and support from our Healthy Runner coaching team of experts, check out the the behind-the-scenes video tour of our signature coaching program you just heard about, including other stories from runners who are just like you and were struggling with the same sticking points before they signed up for our program. Just head to learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com to learn more and book your strategy call with me today. And I think this probably segues nicely into your second tip, right? In talking about kind of how fast should we be running if we don't have a race that we're training for? So intensity is so important in real life. We can't go 
running through life, just not stopping to smell the roses. We've got to take a breath, calm down. We're not going to last. We're going to get stressed out. We're going to snap. We're going to say things we didn't mean to say. I'm not talking personally here. I've always worked with the proper intensity and never been handling too many things at once. Never. Totally life reality right there. Intensity is important. And if I run with the right intensity, I know that I don't have to play that Again, mental game. Was I running too fast? Was I running too slow? No, this is where I'm supposed to be running right now at this point, this season in my training. I don't have to squeeze in two tempo runs or a long tempo and a short speed session. I have to run consistently over whatever set amount of days and, and timeline, hours, minutes, miles, whatever it is we're working with here. Do it at the proper speed so I can recover enough, run at the right intensity, handle my life with the right intensity so I can show up the next time I run to do it and do it well. And it's all about making that that shift. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing. Some of these runs could be shorter. Some of them could be longer. Just because they're short doesn't mean they have to be all out fast, get it in there and get it off. No, it's, it's definitely about getting the right intensity for where you are with what you're doing. And that's typically, almost always, never going to be hard, fast, hot, painful, and sweaty panting. It shouldn't be like that. That's not what you want to look forward to coming back to. So if we maintain intensity in our running, we maintain intensity of our life, and we don't schedule a run on the same day, we've got to take the kids to the dentist. We've got to pick up that grocery order at six. Oh my gosh, I forgot to bake the cupcakes for whatever party. That's not the day to squeeze in a short run. I'll just run really fast. Nope. Too much intensity going on that day. Back it off and we'll move something all around so life can happen. Yeah. So making sure that the running is balanced, right? For again, our intended goals that we talked about with tip number one. And, you know, really embracing the easy run when we talk about like different types of runs and making sure that we are keeping it easy. And it doesn't mean if you are someone who is experienced at doing faster running, you know, you may have one day a week where you are doing strides during your run, or you might, you know, do some threshold or tempo pace miles. But the intensity, I think, of what you're talking about is, is appropriate for this season of running. And not having a specific race that you're shooting for. And there's not as much stress there. So your expectations and your focus shouldn't definitely not be on pace, right? And, you know, for the majority of runners listening to this, even when they're training for a race, you should not be like, you know, focused and perseverating on how fast you're running and your pace to begin with. But this time of the year, without a race on the calendar, you definitely shouldn't be focused on that. Um, and just getting out the door and getting the run in is going to give you those physiologic benefits for your cardiovascular system. It's going to help your musculoskeletal system adapt to the demands of running. You're still strengthening those tendons, those muscles, and they're going to be able to tolerate more stress and strain when you really increase the intensity of your running. So I love that you kind of brought up almost like the running bucket in our six steps to growing as a runner and making sure that 
the runs that we're doing, they are at the right intensity and it's okay that you are quote unquote running slower. <laughs> and, and I think that, you know, you're going to speak to this a little bit later in terms of how we are okay with that. But yeah, I think that's a, a great, a great point that you bring up. All right. What's tip number three? Tip number three was, there's so many things I want to say, but I have so many tips. We're going to keep it consistent. We're going to keep it. I just want to keep going. We have a strategy. We have intensity. We have my favorite in life, consistency. We have to be consistent. We have to show up all the time. Show up in whatever fashion you said you were going to show up. You're going to show up for an easy run. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, show up for Monday, Wednesday, Friday, easy run. You give yourself that. It's if you, if you set that strategy in the wrong spot and maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday is too much for you, your consistency falls off and we have to move to a new, a new strategy. And it's easy to have the Netflix and chill sli- slip in there. It's our, that momentum, is, we need to keep it going with whatever that looks like. Again, it doesn't mean we're running fast. We're just running consistently. We keep showing up with a plan in place. It makes it easier to do that. Right. And that consistency is so important. Like literally consistency. And this is like, does not only apply to running, it applies to literally life, right? If you guys think about anything that you've accomplished in life, any hurdle that you've overcome, like what is the biggest reason you did overcome it? It was consistency, right? So whether it was like studying when you were in school, whether it was, you know, getting a promotion at a job, it was like putting in the work, being consistent. And this is like probably the single most important thing we can do as runners is be consistent. And even if we don't have a race on the calendar, we need to find ways that we can become consistent, even if motivation is lacking, even if it's cold outside, even if, and we talked about that with our cold weather uh, episode with Coach Whitney um, in terms of getting in a treadmill workout. And yeah, I wonder how are you guys liking Coach Cat's treadmill episodes and workouts, by the way? Um, I was really excited to share that on the podcast and on the YouTube channel. It was definitely something different that uh, we've never done before, uh, where literally, if you guys have not listened to it, uh, episode 206 on the Healthy Runner podcast, and you can check it out on the Spark Healthy Runner YouTube channel, watch the video version of Coach Cat literally coaching you through a treadmill run. And actually, you're going to be surprised if you haven't checked it out. Uh, you can actually have fun on the treadmill and the time could fly by because I myself have done the workout and I am no treadmill runner by any means. And I remember doing this last winter and we were in Boston for a volleyball tournament and I had to literally run at 5 a.m., 4 a.m. and I didn't have time. Like they were getting on the court at like seven something. So it was like a real quick run. I didn't have time to map out the area and I needed to hop on the treadmill and do the run. And I did Coach Cat's 30 minute run and it was like, had so much fun with it. Time flew by. If you guys have listen to this episode. Can you guys just do me a favor? Cause I would love to hear your feedback in Apple podcast. If you can just like add some comments in the writer review section and let us know if you've enjoyed that. Cause like, seriously, if you have enjoyed that episode, maybe we might do more 
workouts like that where you can like follow along like listen and be able to get your run in um on the treadmill but i would love to actually hear the feedback sorry i digress totally like went down like rabbit hole because we were talking about consistently we were talking about winter cold weather maybe using a treadmill and then my brain went to like hey we just like released this episode of coach cat Sorry about that, <laughs> but you, consistency so important. <laughs> but what are some other like strategies if people struggle with consistency because they're not as motivated? They don't have like that specific date on the calendar, and they're counting back and they're thinking week one of half marathon training, week two, like they're motivated. So now there is no week one, week two. Like, what are some strategies that we can stay consistent? I I've got I've got a couple, and here's one I I like to do. I, I'm visual. I'm a visual learner. I, I'm, I'm kinesthetic. I want to touch it and hold it and and, and kick the tires to it. Uh, what I like to do for my own self is I have a calendar, and it helps me with consistency if I can make the caterpillar or make the X's on the calendar, and I can visually see. All right. First week of December, I got four X's or four stars. Buy some fancy glitter stickers, whatever makes you happy. And I and I and put it on a calendar. I do simple X's and I've got four X's. Week one's down. Week two, I'm not training for anything, but I have week one down, week two in December. Can I get another three runs in? Can I get four runs in? And I do. And I see at the end of the month that we're gonna flip the calendar over in, in a little bit. And I'm gonna have in my mind on my body, all those consistent miles run. But visually, I'm like, I did that. That helps me stay consistent. And not in a, in a got to make an X on the calendar, got to get up at three o'clock in the morning, get my run in. No, it just knows that I am doing what I said I was going to do, which feels good and snowballs into so many other strategy, other, other you know, segments of life, showing up, keeping your word to yourself. It, it just really makes the whole day feel a little better when you can, yep, done. and. I also revel absolutely in putting a circle. Monday was the 18th. I had a crazy day. I knew it was going to be a rest day. Proudly put a little circle on the calendar. That was my rest and recovery day. Everybody needs those. Embrace it. They're part of the plan. So that's my own personal little tidbit. Get a calendar, mark it up. I so also, write it down. Write it down. Absolutely. Write it down. Yeah. And honestly, when you mentioned that, my brain totally went back to, I don't know if your kids when they were younger, if you ever did like sticker charts or like, yeah. oh yep. my goodness, my wife would um, put up like a big like poster board on the wall and <laughs> she's going to kill me for saying this, but like our younger daughter, Gabby, would do like the potty chart up there Absolutely. and it'd be like, yeah, she went like pee pee in the potty yep. or, you know, <laughs> and we had like stickers and like check marks and we still like joke about that. And luckily she will never ever listen to this episode because she'd be totally mortified and be giving me like the eye roll and you know Teenagers. all of that. Yes, the teenage. But she will be running her first ever race in Disney. She's doing the five k and she doesn't run. And she just said it before. She's like, "How many miles do I have to run?" She's like, three She's like, "No." I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" I'm like, "You're an athlete. Like oh, you, you run at volleyball." She's like yeah, but we don't do laps. I'm like, so you guys will have to hear my run Disney recap and hear if Gabby survived the 5k. Gabby should do a little spotlight. She should know, have right? a little recap for her. her uh, yes. The, the moment it changed her life, she's now an avid runner. Get out of the way, dad. I'm the new CEO. I love this. Things can happen. 
Hey, you never know, right? Yeah, freshman, high school, Gabby, volleyball player, and who knows, can be become a runner. We'll see. We'll see if the magic happens. If there's going to be magic, <laughs> you know, Disney always brings the magic. <laughs> the happiest place on earth, right? Most oh, magical place on earth, I think is their new saying. Um, sorry. So getting back to consistency, writing it down, calendar, marking it off. What else? How about, you know, a magical a magical time is when I can get together with like-minded, same pace, not even same paced running friends. I have a tribe. I have a family. I have a, a run group that I'm with and I get out there with them. That helps me. You're going to be there at 7.30 in the morning. It's 32 degrees out. Yep. Yep. I'm going to be there at 7.30 in the morning, 32 degrees out. I said, I'm going to do it. It's magical. You, you feel warm. You feel like you want to be there. Maybe not the first mile or so, but you, you do, you, you get there and you're like happy to do that. That helps with the consistency. I have someone uh, that I'm accountable for it, and mm -hmm. it makes a big difference. You're not going to flake out, hopefully not at 7.30 in the morning and say, let's run at nine. No, you're going to be the one that says, okay, I'll be there and we'll both grind through those cold mornings or vice versa. You, you are the friend that says, all right, you need somebody to run with at five at night. I'll run with you. And there's just something good about showing up and being with someone who said you were going to be there. You got to get the run in. You're going to do it. So accountability makes a huge, huge difference. That really helps. Yeah. So for those that don't have or who have never explored, like there are a lot of local running groups like in your town. So, you know, I always say like the best thing to do is go to your local running shoe store they would know the local running groups and you know that's a, a good place to start out or right like find some other friends who run and say hey do you want to get together on whatever day um, and run together i think that definitely helps and keeps you accountable because like an appointment right you you have it on the schedule you're planning on meeting up with your friend at 5 a.m 6 a.m 7 30 whatever it is uh, you're not going to miss that appointment because you know, like they're going to be disappointed if they got up early and they went and to meet up and you weren't there, right? You don't want to let your friend down like that. So I think that definitely helps. And even if maybe if someone's not even meeting in person and it's a virtual friend, a runner friend check of yours, in. right? Yeah. A little check-in, like shoot me a text, like, Hey, I'm up. Like you up, you ready to rock your run today? Right. I, I think that can help like keep someone motivated. I will, I will share with you that sometimes when we can't click our runs together with some of my friends, nothing like sending somebody that post-race selfie. I said I was going to run. I know we didn't run together. I got the miles in. Click. It's there. And you can send that to, to someone. And that's another way of running without running with anybody. And some people need to run without anyone. And that's totally, I love that. Sometimes I need to just be me. And the crinkle of the, the leaves under my feet, the wind, the chirping birds, I need that. So I still am more motivated to get out there and run by myself if I told you that I was going to do it at five o'clock in the morning and it's cold. A right. post-race selfie, or post, not, it's not a self race, it's post-run selfie, and, and I send it or just say, I did it. It's accountability. And those are the friends. You want to have that friend who says, hey. I didn't get that selfie. Where's your sweaty selfie? Oh, I blew it off. You blew it off? 
What do you mean you blew it off? I was expecting a post-race selfie, post-run selfie. Okay, well, they held your feet to the fire gracefully, gently, but you showed up the next time because you didn't want to have to have that, that text. So you don't have to run with anybody. It's still an option to help you with a, a consistency. It's just say, hey, I'm going for a run. Did you do it? Yep, I did it. And you're done. I love it. I love it. So even if you're not together, there are ways that you can kind of hold yourselves accountable. Nice. Any other things? Uh, any other tips for consistency? I think we covered probably everything. I, think we have I a can lot. think of. I mean, I could find yeah. lots more for consistency because we find excuses to not be consistent. So make it hard. Make it hard to get out of it. Lay your clothes out at night. We've all heard that. Lay your clothes out at night. Put, put, I will go so far as to take the water bottle, short of being filled up, the goose, the sneakers, everything, and lay it all out. It's hard Mm -hmm. to not run if I have everything laid out. That's what I do. Sunday night, Tuesday night, I lay it all out. I'm consistent. I know that's part of my plan, part of my routine. And when you don't do it, you're like, you hem and haw. All right, I'll put it out made it hard again. Definitely. Yeah. I think I was looking behind me at the books and I think in James Clear Atomic Habits, he oh, talks about book. that where Great book. breaking it into like portions. And like you said, if someone's having, you know, struggling to get out the door to go for a run, then break it into pieces. What are the components that you need? Like lay out the clothes. You need clothes, obviously, to go out for your run. You need your shoes. Put your shoes near the door, right? Or make it easier. And then also, I remember another tip there was like link it to something that's already a habit. So if you're going to brush your teeth every night, right, before you go to bed, then you're going to brush your teeth and you're going to get your running clothes and put them next to whatever in the bathroom, right? Like we lay out our clothes, like on the hamper in the bathroom. I have mine. My Me wife's is next to it. <laughs> it's like, you know, that's the spot, right? And we lay out the clothes, you get in the habit. So if you link it to another habit that you're already doing, it makes it easier to develop like the running habit and to kind of be consistent um, with those runs. So love that. Love those tips. Okay. So consistency is very, very important to keep us motivated. And I think the more that you do it and you are consistent, it almost feeds into like the cycle, right? It's like a never ending cycle. Get a little motivation, you get consistent. Then the more consistent you are, the more motivated you are to continue. All right, what other tips do you have? So that was like tip number three. What's tip number four? What's tip number four? What's tip number four? Do I have to do a, Hmm. what's tip number four? I, I was waiting. I was waiting to see if we were going to do that four or five. I'm like, what's tip number four? I have strength next, but I don't know if I should say that. So, strength is absolutely foundational to race training. It's foundational to non-race training because it helps set you up for the bigger picture if you are going to get there. And strength training is something. I actually look forward to doing on my non-training, non-race training. And I look forward to it because I can do different things. I can try things a little differently. I can lift heavier. I can be consistent with showing up and knowing that the, the building blocks, I've got my run, I've got my strength, I've got my run, I've got my strength, I've got a pattern, and I feel stronger with my easy running 
because I'm lifting. And I know that when I'm moving into my next training block, which will be training for base for a race, I'll already have that, the run muscles activated and strong. So I can push during that training season to take me to whatever goal I'm looking for race day I'm trying to get, get, get to. Yeah. So you're talking about like embracing strength training and it is the foundation for which honestly all running success is built upon because it helps keep us healthy and it also helps us from a performance aspect. So you're getting like, you know, a low BOGO sale there, more bang for your buck, buy one, get one. And if you don't like strength training, if you've never done it before, like this is your challenge, embrace it, right? You like challenging yourself most likely if you are looking to grow in your running journey, right? So make this your challenge and double down and embrace either new strength training specific for runners or embrace lifting heavier during this part of your running season or embrace the challenge. Like for me, I'm just like you. I, I absolutely love. And honestly, after my Cape Cod marathon um, that I ran in the recovery, getting back into the gym because, you know, strength training did diminish and decline leading up to the marathon and tapering and all that. I loved getting back in the gym and working out. And like now I'm really in the phase the last week, really, this is my peak week before dopey uh, challenge here. I'm going to the gym tomorrow. Got my gym clothes all laid out in my bag after my run, right? It's all planned out already. And I'm already on that kind of, okay, I'm going to really be doing more muscle activation, strength training. I'm not going to be lifting heavy tomorrow in the gym. And I'm already starting to think after dopey and I recover, then that's going to be my big, like, okay, this is the time of the year. I'm going to start loading up the weights again and I'm going to lift heavy and I'm going to really build up strength and resiliency. So like, I'm looking forward to that challenge and like embracing it. So again, the focus changes, right? It's not like, oh, okay, I'm marathon training or, Hey, I'm running like the most running miles ever. And like for me right now, dopey, it's kind of exciting. Like I've never done back to back double digit long runs before in my life. And, you know, I did that last week. I'm gonna do that again this week. So like, that's exciting. But in a month from now, exciting is going to be embracing strength training and like, Hey, I haven't like squatted this much weight since last winter. I haven't deadlifted, right? Like those are going to be the challenges. So I agree that like embracing strength training or honestly for other runners, if you think about our six steps to growing as a runner, and by the way, we also have like a free downloadable blueprint. If you haven't seen that resource yet on all of the six steps to grow in your running journey. But other ones that come to my mind is recovery strategies. So whether it is you don't really know how to foam roll your run specific muscles, oh, a big deal. you haven't, you know, taken into account like mobility and flexibility as a runner. Maybe this is the time of the year when you don't have a race on your calendar that you start to embrace those and take on those new challenges. So you don't have to worry about them because you already know how to implement them. You've done it consistently and they're a part of your routine when you're in race season training now. Um, so maybe embracing some of those things or the other things that Brooke, a registered dietitian would say like nutrition and fueling for your runs and like focus on that now. So then when you have the quote unquote stress of doing your 12 mile long run for half marathon training or your 20 mile long run for marathon training, you're not wondering and guessing 
what should I be taking with me to fuel? Because you actually did it when the stakes were low and you can experiment with different products. You can experiment with different fueling strategies for your runs during your week. So maybe like embracing not only strength training, but recovery strategies, fueling strategies that you know are new to you or you haven't explored yet that are going to definitely pay dividends for you when you get into like full race training. I think that it's exciting for me when I'm trying new things, whether it's a new mobility routine or new uh, yoga class or something, I don't have that looming in the back of my mind. I can't do this during training. I'm going to get hurt. Oh my gosh. My, my, my leg is going to fall off. I'm going to stretch it. I'm going to pull a muscle. I should have never gone to that trapeze yoga class. I'm like, yeah, bring on the trapeze yoga class. This checks the bucket for flexibility and mobility today. Winning. So uh, back to, to my consistency and, and the calendar, I go, because I'm a little retentive, I, I'll, you know, the X for when I run, the W for when I, I, I weight lift, when I lift. And all right, I had two lift sessions that week. I know it's okay if I lift once next week. It's okay. I only got one lift session. And as long as I, I think we don't have to have three, have three run days, one long run, two or three lift sessions in the gym. We don't have to be crazy like that. We just have to be consistent. And strength doesn't have to be two hours in the gym. It doesn't have to be a big deal in terms of I have to go hard, have to go heavy. You just have to, to do it because it pays off big time. And th there's just something for me, again, seeing the W's lifted, 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 weight lifted that day, weight lifted that keep me moving. And when it comes to, to filling those other buckets, I am excited to go out for a run with a new flavor goo or gel. It's, it's totally different during the, this part of my, my season to go try that new flavor because I, I'm not even worrying about it causing a problem with my my rest of my runs or anything. It's just very relieving to get all of those new strength, new exercises, lift differently, hit your, your squat a little differently during this time. It's kind of fun. It's a fun time for me, I think, with, with all of those options. Strength means so many different things and it encompasses a lot of different buckets. I, I like to play now. I, I feel a little more bold and brave when I'm not in a race season. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. And yeah, I've definitely been there before. It's like, do no harm, right? Like before <laughs> your race. And yes. it's like, I don't want to try anything new. This is the time to explore and have fun with it, right? Like that's, that's, that's the beauty of this like season of running. And then, yeah, what's the, the last and final tip here? Well, I think it's, it's to give yourself grace to give yourself life. Life is happening and we can turn this into lifelong running, healthy running. We can stay foundationally there if we just remember the big picture. And the big picture is we're here to, to stay healthy and strong. And if we get our mind right, we can get our body right. We can keep going and, and do that. Yeah. And just really keep it in perspective, right? To what other things that are happening in your life. And if you think about 
a lot of times we sacrifice other things in our life, right? When we are in peak training for a race. And this is the time to dedicate to those loved ones, right? And if you are the primary caregiver for a parent, family member, you have kids, right? Like this is a time when they deserve your attention and you shouldn't feel guilty. Like you said, like just having grace with yourself and making sure that, you know, your expectations aren't, you need to be perfect during this like time period, right? You don't need to nail every run that you plan to do or structured out or every single training session, like to give yourself that grace. I love that you mentioned that. I I have this, people get FOMO. They have to train. They have to be at the party. They have to be in it hard and heavy. They have to go to every Saturday run club. Uh, They have to be there. And they're worried about Becky is training for and what Becky is doing. And they need to say and stop. That's not on my calendar. I'm not in the same chapter as her right now. I'm on this chapter. I'm going to hang out and she's going to run up ahead of me. I'm going to be in the back. We're both getting sweaty. We're, We're both feeling good, cleaning our mind, our body and showing up for ourselves. And knowing that it's enough. It's enough because it's what I need right now. So I can get to where I want to be. And if we don't stay with the moment and give ourselves what we need now, we'll never get there. And we won't show up. Running affects everything. If we don't give ourselves the grace and show up now where we are, we won't be able to show up for the kids, for the parent, for whoever you're you're caregiving for. You won't show up in that right mindset. And that can just affect your running, which affects your life. And it's that vicious cycle. So if we give ourselves grace and just show up where we are, and not worry about what everyone else is doing. It's you versus you out there. It, it'll keep you coming back for more because you'll be consistent with yourself and be strong to run healthy, run strong, and run lifelong. That's where we. That's where we want to be. We want to be. I, I would like to think we all want to run strong and healthy, and we have to stay focused with a plan, act on it, execute it properly with the right intensity, show up wash, rinse, and repeat, wash, rinse, and repeat. And before you know it, we're strong, we're healthy, we're a heck of a lot older, but we're still strong and we're healthy. And we can do it again and again and again. Avoiding that comparison trap. I don't care what Becky's doing. Like, who's Becky? You know, like, you know, I don't don't care how fast Becky's running. I don't care that Becky's out there at every single like local 5k. I don't need to be Becky, right? Focusing on the consistency, focusing on your goals that you talked about before. And I just love these five tips, honestly. And if if I can kind of recap here, guys, Coach Latoya's five tips to keep you motivated, even if you don't have a raise. Number one, develop a strategy, right? Have the proper mindset for your current goals. And we talked about like, what is the focus of this part of your training? Even if it's not a race, right? What's the focus? Number two, having the right running intensity and making sure that you're running your types of runs that are appropriate for this phase, as well as pace. Make sure that you're not focusing on pace, you're not running too fast, and that it is appropriate for this season of your running. Three is you got to be consistent. Consistency is key in life, in running, and we talked about, you shared some great strategies on you know how to stay consistent, recording it, journaling it, 
putting on your calendar, putting the X's, put it in the W's, uh, maybe do a poster board so your whole family can see, right? Throw it on the fridge, whatever you need to really get that consistency, accountability partners, right? Texting a friend, meeting up with a friend. Uh, you shared some great tips there for how we stay consistent. And then you talked about tip for kind of keeping the motivation up, embrace something new, right? Embrace strength training or embrace the recovery strategies, embrace that yoga class, embrace that new mobility circuit that you always wanted to try, embrace some new fueling that you want to try during your runs. And who cares if your GI system goes awry? Like at least you tried it. You're not going to know until you try it, right? This is the time period to Just- really start <laughs> with that. I'll never forget that group run we went on. It was during the winter. And yeah, I did have Mexican the <laughs> night before. Oh my goodness. I had the worst cramps ever. It was terrible. I remember all you guys leave me. I'm like, I'm just going to like walk it in. <laughs> you guys go. I don't want to ruin your run. Right. Like I didn't compare myself to you. I didn't compare yourself to Lou or Kat or Becky for that matter. Phantom Becky. She's at it again. She's <laughs> always out there. She needs a recovery day. All yeah. the Beckys right now listening to this are like, is he talking about me? Does <laughs> no, he know, does he of know me? Not. <laughs> no, we are not talking about you. No. Uh, and then number five, give yourself grace. Really have to. Like other life stuff is happening. Like you're doing more than literally 95% of the US population and global for all our international folks, like global population. You're you're out there. You're doing your thing. Give yourself grace. It doesn't need to be perfect. Absolutely love these. Did I did I recap it? Well, did I miss anything? You done good. You got them all. Yes, you're good. anything you would like to add to that. Well, I always like to add. You know, I like to talk. But we better wrap it up now, otherwise it's going to be a long podcast. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And guys, I mentioned a couple of resources today: the Return to Run Blueprint if you're kind of coming back from injury or the six steps to growing in your running journey, the six different buckets. We really talked mindset today. We talked running, we talked strength training. We mentioned recovery, we mentioned fueling. Um, We pretty much mentioned them all except the running race strategy. So if you want to learn more about that, go to learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com. You will get our free resources, our return to run blueprint, how to grow as a runner. And then if you go to learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com, dot com forward slash coaching you can learn more about working with this amazing human here right before me coach latoya (laughs) or any of the coaches on our team so if yeah if latoya said anything that resonated with you and you want to learn more on how to stay consistent and you want coach latoya to be your accountability partner because she keeps you accountable She's there she's seeing like what runs are going in final surge or online training platform she's commenting back to you. Uh, She's going to keep you consistent. She's going to keep you accountable. She's going to keep you motivated. Uh, So if you want that help for during this quote unquote off season base training time period, when you don't have a race on the calendar, you want to embrace new strength training, we have that all structured out for you, right? Those are the things that you can learn more about by just going to learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com forward slash coaching. And then don't forget guys, January 17th, our group training half marathon uh, program will drop uh, for a week. So don't miss that week to sign up. If you're interested in that, don't forget to check that out as well. You can go to learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com forward slash team. 
All right. So I think we covered everything that we wanted to talk about today. Um, Thank you so much for jumping on here on the busy holiday week. Merry Christmas to you and the fam. Same to you. Oh, yeah. Same to you. We already had our little spark holiday party, so I will not see you again uh, before the holiday. Uh, so enjoy the time with the family and, uh, thank you to those that listen to this, whether you're listening during a run in the car, watching the video version on the spark healthy runner, YouTube channel, coach Latoya and I appreciate you and we hope you enjoy your holidays. Enjoy the rest of 2023 and we will definitely see you in the new year, uh, to spark off your new years. We have a great episode to finish off 2023, by the way, if you are a new runner or you know someone who is thinking about starting to run coach cat on our team is going to like literally break down exactly what you need to consider and do. We've already recorded this episode. It's a phenomenal episode, by the way. Um, it's everything a new runner needs to know as they get started with running so they can actually be consistent and be able to take up the habit and not be intimidated because it can be very like intimidating. Um, So make sure you check out episode 208 on the Healthy Runner podcast or on our YouTube channel. As always, guys, let's maintain a strong mind, a strong body, and let's just keep on running into 2024. Until next time. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Healthy Runner podcast, where we help you get stronger, run faster, and enjoy lifelong injury-free running. If you found this content valuable, here's five ways we can help you grow as a runner for free. One, grab a free copy of our six steps to growing as a runner framework at learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com forward slash grow. Two, follow our Instagram page at sparkhealthyrunner.com. Three, join our free group by searching Healthy Runner in Facebook. Four, subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash spark healthy runner. Five, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more experts in the running field and bring those lessons and trainings back here right to you. Don't forget, hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or the follow button on Spotify so you don't miss the next episode of Healthy Runner so you can maintain a strong mind, a strong body, and just keep running. Lastly, if you've been struggling with the constant injury cycle, not eating the right foods for running, or not getting faster as a runner, and you are ready to invest in becoming a lifelong injury-free runner, head to sparkhealthyrunner.com forward slash coaching to apply for a one-on-one signature coaching program. Thank you again. I really, truly mean it from the bottom of my heart that I appreciate you for listening and sharing this podcast with a running friend who can use the help. Now go and crush your run today. See you next week.